Sir? Um, sir, my name is Beth Winters and I'm from the World Animal League. How do you respond to claims by Australian environmental scientists that the kangaroo is becoming extinct? Wouldn't know. I hunt boars. Boars? Razorbacks. Oh, um, well, uh, boars or, or kangaroos, uh, you, you're a professional hunter, right? I mean, you, you make your living by killing wildlife, correct? If you say so. Oh, um, roughly, how many razorbacks would you kill in a season? There isn't a season for razorbacks, girlie. Then why kill them? You ought to know. There's something about blasting the shit out of a razorback that brightens up my whole day. Listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. What's going on, guys? It's episode 143. Welcome to the Buzz Kill Podcast, where today we are bored to death. <laughs> Did I just hit that with my hat? <laughs> you hit that. And I was like, today we are. <laughs> <laughs> today we are. My, we're up to uh, my, Mike powered down. I did. I did. We're up to a great start. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. And uh, in the the man, lukewarm, lukewarm, in the lukewarm <laughs> seat, we got this tall glass of water over here. Do we? <laughs> we, we do. Hey, John's back, guys. Hi. It's been a while. John, it John has been a while. John hasn't been on since we lit our mouths on fire, I think, the last time. Yeah, I think that, that was, was the last time. Then you were exiled. <laughs> I was. I, I was exiled for exiting Why is he things back? too hot. Why is he back? Because uh, there's a keg here right now. Oh, there's a keg. <laughs> and, and he offered to help finish drinking it. So uh, If you pour it, they will come. <laughs> Basically. We so, are just that cool where we brought a keg exactly. to the show. Well, so, Justin came over and tuned up my drum set and he goes, man, I still got a little bit of, of beer left in that keg. And I just immediately texted you and was like, I'm crashing just to help finish this. Yeah, John didn't watch any of the movies, so he's not going to have any valuable input tonight. Like uh, I did anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Ever? But uh, he is here to drink keg beer, so. I mean, keg beer is the best beer. It is. It is. It is. It's it's, it's, the, it's also the worst beer, but I love it. It's even I don't better. Know why. It's even better when you have to work for it because your tap doesn't work properly. <laughs> yeah, luckily, luckily, James, you have beer in your blood, and mm. you came over and you just you fixed it. Mm. Oh, there's you, blood you in my beer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh damn it! There's blood well, in my well, beer. Well, you know what? It does kind of tie into your show because that keg. Is about the size of a boar. That's, That's a true. full size willy dilly over there. No willy dilly. <laughs> we did go full boar on it, trying to get it to work. <laughs> ah, God, there's gonna be so many puns tonight. It's gonna be fantastic. Hmm. Um, having this keg reminds me of uh, when we used to live in an apartment, James and I, with uh, fucking Brian, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a keg. <laughs> oh, we had a keg. That's his name, fucking Brian. I know, fucking Brian. Uh, we had a keg at the apartment. I don't remember what it was from. But we had to take it back to the store, but there was still like half a keg left. And so we literally poured beer into everything that could possibly <laughs> hold beer. It was like what you would see in like Animal House or something like that. It was, it was because they had a time limit on how long you could keep the tap, yep. right? Or the, the keg. You had, or, to, you had to return it. Or you had it. to yeah. return it within, so yeah. So we, we filled up the coffee pot, every glass you could find, every pot you could find, <laughs> vases. Literally, our entire refrigerator was just vats of beer. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, sweet horse shoes. Oh, hey, that's that's beer. I think I remember this. It was fantastic. I actually forgot about that. Probably for a good reason. Because nah, I was drinking nothing but keg mm. beer for the next three days. Still trapped right here. <laughs> you see it, I was thinking that because it goes flat after some time. And oh, I was no, like, flat. Well, we have like that soda stream, right? And we were talking about this, about recarbonating it. <clears throat> and some guy had a video and he did it and said it was great. Recarbonated his beer with the soda stream? Yeah. yeah dude. That's brilliant. Are you talking about this wow. at, at the party? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. right at his house. Yeah, well, that's a really good idea. I know, right? Damn, he I did. Should... It, he did it with a leftover beer from a party from the night before. No yeah. shit. I'm, there was a naysayer on the presence. Clever but... girl. There's a what? There, there was a naysayer there, but that person's usually a naysayer anyway. So, you? No. Yeah, was it you? No. Who? Just Nicole. Say it. Oh. Ah. Fucking Nicole. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm interested to try it to see if it works. Well, no, but we pulled up a video and we found out it was actually yeah. doable. So. so, did you just say we found out? We found out. We found out. <laughs> You've been watching too much Canadian broadcasting. Speaking of Canadians and nice guys, nice guys are fathers. We're releasing this episode on Father's Day. Oh, jeez. Sweet segue, right? Like that. That was good. Yeah. Ro- rode that one right in. That was good. Like like you rode on the back of a boar. Another no. segue. <laughs> what about what the boar was on a segue and I rode on the back of the boar? Um <laughs> this, I'm bored with these puns. This is another <laughs> uh, this is another example of us not uh, not planning ahead. Not because at all. how many how I think just in the year of twenty nineteen we've released four episodes that fell on holidays yeah but now that we, we could have done we could have done like very specific shows for but now i feel like we should just not do them because now we're on a streak just based on but principle you, but you know what <laughs> I, there are there are some dads out there who maybe aren't doing their role and they're just pigs man so <laughs> it, can, uh, it, fall, it falls into place so cheers to all the dads doing a kick-ass job out there yeah right? really, to you. you're really going ham on life yeah. <laughs> you know if, if anything i know anything it's like on a you know, Father's Day morning, they just really like some bacon. It's yeah, true. they do. <laughs> that, <laughs> wasn't that wasn't a pun. That's just, 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 just the truth. That's just a fact. I like bacon all the time, but I'm not a dad. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, uh, so. How was your week, sir? My week was lovely. Oh, yeah? Just as always. What'd you, what'd you do? Um, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Fantastic. Just like always. Fantastic. You brought me some butterflies. I did. I brought you some caterpillars, this, this not is butterflies. Our, this, is our fr- this is what our friendship <laughs> has gotten to. Mike Mike brought me a shipment of caterpillars yesterday. <laughs> That's where we're at. That's cool. <laughs> you guys do anything over the weekend? You know? Oh yeah, hell yeah, we did. We went to uh, <laughs> we went to J. Rogers. See, this is the past few weeks. J. Rogers has saved us because we're so boring in our lives. But J. Rogers has so much going on right now mm-hmm. that he saves us on this on this part of the show. We went to his uh, local wedding reception. Yes, the which home was, shindig. Yeah, which was which, a nice, uh, nice outdoor event. I need to thank you. Yes, I for the very first time in my life actually purchased on purpose a Hawaiian shirt. Wow! And now you're hooked, right? Right. Yeah. I feel the same <laughs> right? way. They're He's fantastic. Still, I'm He's still wearing it. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, go to Kohl's. Every time you turn a corner, there's just more. <laughs> Target, Target yeah, but has all the, the... But all of, their, all of their, their Hawaiian shirts have stupid cartoon characters on them. No, that was one very small rack that I happened to find. Hey, dude, if you could have a, like a low-key Rick and Morty shirt, what's wrong with that? Yeah, except for the problem is when you wear a Rick and Morty shirt underneath and you keep unbuttoning your low-key Rick and Morty shirt to show everybody else that you have another Rick and Morty shirt under, underneath. Hey, hey, John, knock, knock. Shut up, Mike. You're not 18. <laughs> 
you will never ever catch me in a Hawaiian. Not even in Hawaii did I wear a Hawaiian shirt. Because Are you then you're a tourist, right? Good for you. Someone's like, yeah, wear a Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, when pigs fly, all right? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Classic. Yeah. yeah, but that was it was fun. It was fun. It was uh, yeah. it was just a nice low key outdoor event at oh. uh, at Stony Creek. Lots By of... the way, I, I always forget how gigantic that place well, is. Well, you definitely That's could probably have where took I got a much my shorter way. It's probably where I got my radioactive spider bite. Yeah, that thing's from weird, your, man. You should, see, you should see hey, a doctor about if that. If you thing. wake uh, up shredded tomorrow, just know you can shoot webs out of your hands. No, I can already shoot webs. Amongst out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> With the use of his hands, yeah, it's so sticky. Seriously, if you would have went into the park and just went left, you would have been there in under five minutes. Yeah, that's what I that's what I heard. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, you went I was like all the way around the park. Yeah, we we actually did the exact same thing because we got there late, and I was like, I was like, okay, we're finally in the park. We'll be there. We'll be with our friends. We'll be reunited in like a couple minutes. And I'm like, half hour later, I was like, this fucking place is huge. <laughs> what the hell? Two hours later. <laughs> and that was pretty much everybody. But everyone showed up. Everyone, my, my family was there. All of my good friends were there. And uh, so it was a grand old time. So. Yeah, all of your good uh, friends good. who were, who, who mattered. The good um, the people that, you know, cared. Myself, myself, John here, and who was, who was it that was playing? And uh, Chris. Our buddy Chris played the most epic game oh, of yeah. giant Jenga on the face of the earth. It was it, not only did we beat Jenga, which I didn't even know you could do, but we it, got it to the point where there was literally no moves left. Wait, see, so yeah, this is before got, you got there. When you yeah. say you beat it, to, to me, beating it is like, did you rebuild it to where it was a perfect? Yes. Tower we saw, again? So we, we went, went all up. the way up, and then we went all the way down. But then we started the game over, only using our feet. And we almost beat it again, only using our feet. Did yeah. you wait? I'm when not you, even kidding you. When you say you only used your feet, did you also have to? No, somehow, not to okay. put them on. No, no, but okay. to, but to pull all them right. out. We were only using our feet. Wow. And we almost did. Wow. Wow. <laughs> we almost wow. we almost beat it again though. And I think Chris finally broke it. That's <laughs> crazy. I, you. I, I didn't know about that. We were I was playing with my cousin later, and we got done. We we did the same thing, and so we the next round we started only using our teeth to pull it out. <laughs> that was later after you guys left. So. Uh, well, we uh, that, I did discover I have enough two by fours in my garage to build a set. Oh, do home. it, do it. So sweet. Yeah, it was a good time. But, um, yeah. All right. Well, I, I, anybody I else have I anything interesting? What'd you do? I found a place to live. Oh yeah. Well, that, I, that's yeah. also exciting. Yeah. We're gonna be. Even, we were wondering, is it shorter my house to your house or his apartment to your? I house? I think it's my apartment's closer. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I think it is. So John here moved into a new house two streets away from me back in December. December. And uh, because I'm weird and I count my steps everywhere I go, I know that it's 495 paces from my front lawn to his front lawn. Yep. So we'll have to do a, mm -hmm. a count and find out. It's yeah, you're It'll all the be way marginal down. if it, if it's anything. I don't think but so, man. I think it's I think I think he's got you beat. I don't think, I think so. I don't know, John. Actually, I think like, now thinking about it, like Beacon is a lot farther south from mm -hmm. 14 than I always think it is. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, so all three of us are going to be neighbors. And it should be interesting. It'll be a blasty blast. We'll see how much our wives hate us in the next couple well, of months. My wife already hates me, so. It's well, every oh, time, every you time, too? every time, James, you go to John's, both of your guys' respective wives will just come to my house. Oh, this is how it's gonna work. All right. Yeah. Show them how that Spider-Man yeah, works. Well, you're yeah. Still <laughs> so sticky. Why should we just go ham on our wives? <laughs> 
<laughs> the only mm. other exciting thing I did yesterday in in almost 12 years got the Mustang back on the road. License plates. Sounds I'm driving good too. It, so sounds cool. It, and you that took, engine. <clears throat> and you took your beautiful new bride out for a I ride, did. huh? Yep. That's her first time in it. First time. So that was cool. What'd she think? She said, "Oh, it's so loud. You're the douchebag of the neighborhood now." <laughs> no, not in that voice. That's n- that's not your voice, honey. <laughs> she, uh, no, she loved it. She, 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 she thought it was really, really exciting, and then it was so cool, man. That's cool. So, yeah, you're the douchebag as you're hitting on a vape. <laughs> <laughs> Douche. Uh, anyway, that's I think that's all we got for that, right? Well, speaking uh, of douchebags, why don't we get into some corrections? <laughs> I, I don't know. Stupid. You're so stupid! Speaking of being real stupid, uh, we for the life of us could not remember which parts, who was in, and what the fuck was up with Friday the 13th last week. <laughs> um, Tom Tom Matthews, who played Tommy Jarvis, uh, he's in the um, Never Hike Alone series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played uh, Tommy Jarvis in part six, Jason Lives. The, that was the only one. That's, That's okay. the only one, yeah. So it was different different guy that played him like I thought in part five. Uh, and then also uh, on the same topic of Friday the 13th, we were talking about um, Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance, and we I couldn't figure out if like, what's who CJ Graham was playing in that. Yeah. So here's the actual um, synopsis that they that they put out. Uh, it says the story begins with Elias Voorhees, Jason's father, returning to Crystal Lake and a string of grisly murders that soon follows his arrival. After hearing the news of the most recent killings, Tommy Jarvis then goes missing, which leaves it up to his daughter, Angelica Jarvis, to rise to the challenge of not only finding her father, but also finding a way to destroy his old nemesis, Jason Voorhees, in the process. So what I'm gathering from that is that C.J. Graham is playing Elias Voorhees, mm-hmm. but then dons Jason gear to continue the killings? That doesn't that's sound so, like what you just said. What do you mean? I don't know. Because why, I don't know, why would they specifically say his old nemesis, Jason Voorhees, well, because, if it wasn't Jason? Because it could be an imposter Jason, as in like not the real one, but the dad's taking up the mantle because Come on, Jason's that's, dead. It's already been done. Listen, man, listen, man, I'm just trying to figure this out too. I don't know. Just trying to clarify it, and apparently I did an even worse job of clarifying it. <laughs> well, to be fair, you can't clarify something that you don't know. That's true. That's true. So I'm trying to figure it out. So this this will be a correction for like six months from now, maybe. Mm. Speaking of clarifying things and knowing things that we didn't know because we hadn't seen it. Yeah. Um, we have uh, we have a guy, and I'm going to pull his name up here now. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> um, I'm pulling his name up now on Instagram. But he has been listening to our show, like, Gangbusters. Yeah. And uh, he's listened to, I think, almost every episode at this point in time in a very short period of time. Are you talking about Mindless Genius? Uh, yes, Mindless Genius. Why do, you, why do you have to pull that up? He's commented on our stuff every day. I just day couldn't remember for, his exact name. That's all. For fuck's sake. Dude, Steel Trap, remember? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, he pointed out that on our uh, New Year's show this year, we were talking about trailers coming up and whatnot. Yeah. And he commented on uh, our thing saying, dang, you got the twist to us in just by just watching the trailer and he goes he didn't really figure it out until the last 10 minutes of the movie i don't remember what we said yeah, though because we, <laughs> because we still haven't actually seen the movie i was gonna say it's it, it's up on voodoo now and i want to watch it yeah soon oh, it well actually I, we, should we, should, we should probably just buy the blu-ray is, yeah. is the blu-ray out yet um i don't know usually probably. they're on vod a little yeah, early right. but anyway i want to watch it soon i have no idea what we said the twist was neither do i so i almost wanted to go back and listen no, no, no. to it but myself don't do it <laughs> but apparently but apparently we're really good though at oh. figuring stuff out from trailers that's the point neato and late okay um <laughs> 
Ten Just had to point that out. Alan. <laughs> Justin was already doing the hand motions. <laughs> I, I didn't see him. Um, I just wanted to point that out. I thought I just thought that was funny. Well, that's cool. But uh, that is cool. Well, yeah. What a twist! <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> Uh, all right, James. So that is it for corrections. What are we drinking this week? Well, this week we're drinking. <clears throat> we had uh, we had several options this week. We did several that would have worked very well, but um, Mike made the call on this one, and I think he made the right call. Mm. So for the second week in a row, we yeah, are right. drinking uh, a, a beer from uh, North Peak Brewing Company. Um, but these are better because they're in like medicine bottles. Jake, can you drink these? Yeah. Why yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to? Uh, are chestnuts meat? <laughs> I don't. Ch- I don't think. Are they chestnuts are. made out of animals? <laughs> they are made from chest of pigs, <laughs> and, and chest. also nuts of pigs. Pig nuts. Chest so, uh, nuts. So North Peak. <laughs> North, <laughs> just picturing someone's chest with nuts hanging off. <laughs> so North Peak beers are brewed in uh, their secret hideaway, possibly located at two three one nine Bishop Circle, East Dexter, Michigan four eight one three zero. Possibly. Possibly. Nobody knows for sure. Uh, the wild, uh, so this is called Gnarl, and mm-hmm. it has a picture of a wild boar on the front, uh, which uh, which works very well for what we're doing today because we're talking about wild boar movies. We are. Oh, do you need a opener? Oh, oh yeah. Hold on, hold on. I got, got twisties. <clears throat> yeah, so two wild boar movies that we didn't really know anything about either of them, and it turns out they're the exact same movie. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> Turn, turns out there's really not much variation in what you can do with a wild boar movie. And now I just lost my... Where the hell did I put the box? Uh, did you put it... You had to put it down. Oh, oh sorry. Right there. If it were okay. up your ass, you would know. All right, this is, uh, you beat me to it, Jay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Brian. All right, so this is... Uh, sorry, that was a mess just now. This is Gnarl from North Peak Brewing Company in Dexter, Michigan. The wild boar is known as the guardian of the forest. With its swift feet and sharp tusks, it is surprisingly shy. It is a surprisingly shy animal. However, it can be a formidable beast if angered, and has come to symbolize courage and ferocity. The boar have spent hundreds of years protecting the beautiful forest lands of Michigan. Excuse me. They roam from place to place, making sure that all creatures respect the lush woodlands of Michigan. When they see signs of mistreatment, they have been known to go on a rampage, leaving giant knotty gnarls on the trees. These gnarls are a permanent reminder to the humans to respect our forests and leave them as a nature as nature intended. With each sip of gnarl, our multi chestnut amber beer, think about the wild boar and his passion for nature. Be kind to our forests. So let me get this straight. When he sees things going awry in the forest, he messes the forest up. Yeah. I was like, that's the direct opposite of being kind to the forest. Like he sees, we'll he sees somebody here. being mean to a deer and he's like, I'm going to fuck this tree up. That's what I said. <laughs> See this? That could be you. So, uh, yeah, let's give this a try. So this is a uh, chestnut amber ale mm. in a medicine bottle. I'm not sure that I've ever had chestnut beer before. Pieces of real chest. I only have it roasting on an open fire, personally. And real nut. Mm. I like it. It's good. It's it's. There's a weird smoothness to it. It's got a weird rusty flavor. It's got that well water. It does, yeah. I that, that, well, there's quite a few both, breweries that both use of well the, water. Both of the ways that you guys just described it is perfect. It's got kind of a rusty sort of aftertaste, and you can definitely pick up that well water sort of. For sure. I mean, well, Dexter, mm. that doesn't surprise me if mm-hmm. it was well water. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's some interesting... Some uh, interesting bits of it, information. Facts. Facts about me, James. You, James. Baird. Two, James. 
So my family crest, the Scottish family crest of the name Baird, the clan Baird, if oh. you will, has a wild boar on the front of it. Do you know why? No way. Do you know why? Because Sorry. because an old legend. Because a bunch of pigs. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Because there's an old legend that says the family obtained their lands in Scotland when one Baird rescued King William the Lion while he was being attacked by a wild boar. Damn, that's how deep. How cool am I? That's you know, pretty cool. I have a deer on mine. That's not as cool as it's a wild not, boar. It's not at all. When I first saw my family crest, like I'm German. Heckman's a German name. I figure it has uh-huh. some sweet, like strong German family thing. It's fucking deer. <laughs> deer. It's lame. Deer pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. You want to see my family crest? Yes. It's the American flag. <laughs> Get out of hell. I'm actually... Mr. Rogers. <laughs> actually, if there was anybody with the American flag as a family crest, it would be Mr. Rogers, wouldn't it? Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Uh, um, also, also the, the Scottish name Baird is Gaelic for bard, which also means poet or minstrel. And what am I if not a modern... Menstrual. <laughs> Min- not menstrual, oh. Mike. <laughs> Jesus. What am I if not a poet? I am a poet. Oh, are you? you? Yes. I I, uh, I I don't have any poetry for you right now, <laughs> but I, but I say good words, and words good that come out of my mouth are good words. Yeah, poetry. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to go do slam poetry somewhere and just be like the fucking worst. <laughs> You'd probably get like a standing ovation from all the hipsters though. They'd oh, you like, got You oh just have God, to. He's beautiful. You just have like, to do oh. it in that. In that uh, cadence, like words, good, good words come out my mouth. If not a beard, then a minstrel, a poet. Words, good. It just sounds like a new like Nas record or something. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like every song Kanye. Kanye West ever wrote ever. Mine's just my. Uh... It's just a night. Dude, your family crest is wicked. I know, right? I don't even say wicked anymore. I haven't said wicked since 2001, but it, I just said it because it, yours is cool looking. I know, right? It's got a knight with, uh, like, moons and stars shield and yeah. then a mountain on his head. Let me see it. Well, the, the tartan, um, if you actually look at the tartan, it's it's a mountain. Let me see it. We're the Scottish lowlands, which oh, is funny because there's a mountain. In. That's that, super cool. Isn't that radical? Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, let's fuck family crest. This evolved really weirdly. Yeah. Well, we went ham on crests. We did. Um, speaking of speaking of families, yeah. why did we agree to do this for twenty three weeks? Oh. Why did why why do, why are we subjecting me to your <clears throat> your? It's kind of your fault because family. you wanted to get me caught up on the 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 MCU. Yeah, I know. But like I like I said, nobody wants to hear me talk for. 23 weeks yeah. for an extra minute on this I mean, show. Like I mean, everybody already gets everything they can get out of me. Had I known, had I known what the alternative was mm-hmm. and had I known that you were an actual poet, mm-hmm. then I would have gone with you. Yeah. Words good. <laughs> Words good. Words good. So, uh, yeah. So if you've been listening to the last couple of weeks of the show, you know that my, uh, my cousin from down South, Jimmy Tony has been coming on to do a, a little segment on the Marvel cinematic universe to get everybody caught up on, on that. Mm-hmm. Because I am not caught up on it, he's not caught up on it, so we uh, we're doing it together. So on the bright side, he's not in studio today. Yeah, he's calling in this week. So uh, so anyway, it's Jimmy Tony's marvelous minute. 
All right, you guys, we are back, and we got Jimmy Tony live on the line. Jimmy Tony, are you with us? Yeah, fellas, can you hear me? Uh, Hi, Jimmy. Are you there? We're here, man. How are you? I'm, I'm fine, man. I'm fine. I've been doing. I miss you, boys. Yeah, what? it's weird not have you were in here for a couple weeks straight, and now you're not. But we got you on the phone. So. Yeah, I got. I had to come back down down south. These these uh these damn gators ain't gonna tend themselves, you know. I say we're not we're not taking you away from anything pressing, are we? God forbid. Wait, who the hell is that? It, it, that's, it's, that's it's your Mike. favorite buddy, uh, Michael. That was Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's it, it might be. This might sound weird, but now that I'm not seeing the the voice come out of that stupid face, you sound like a damn woman. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, he, he's looking pretty, uh, pretty pretty today too. So <laughs> what's wrong, boy? The hog got your balls. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's topical, boys. I heard that you boys were talking about pigs today. Hey, hey, hey. Leave my mother-in-law out of it, though, okay? Oh, All right. Now, J-Rod, it's good to hear we, from you again, brother. Yeah, you likewise, man. And uh, we have we have a friend here today. You might hear his voice in the background here. Uh, John. Yeah, I heard. Who is that? John. Hey, Jimmy yeah. oh, Is that the famous John Trandell? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you've heard about him on from the show in the I past. I have. I've heard stories about him. Coincidentally, the stories were told by him. <laughs> Damn, boy. You like to talk about yourself a lot. Yeah, yeah and they're all false, which is funny. <laughs> Well, anyway, boys, it's great to be back again. So, so we got you doing your marvelous minute, talking uh, a minute of some Marvel shows, uh, movies that you and James have been watching and keeping up on together because yeah, you sir, haven't my, seen them. Yep, yeah, yeah, my favorite cousin James. There, uh, I'm, I'm assuming he stepped out for a beer or something. Uh yes, he uh, he will be here, and uh, I think and, he's taking a shit actually. Ah, uh, yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> he, he's like he's like, oh, Jimmy Tony's calling. That reminds me, I got a shit. Yeah, he always saves a nutty one for every time I'm on the show. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about, yeah. but hey, boy. All right, All right. So, so this week our uh, our third installment. We're in keeping the MCU. you. To, we're keeping you to a minute, just so you know. Listen, I can't promise anything. <laughs> I had an extra helping of being Jesus this week, so <laughs> being Jesus. Yeah, uh, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like cement that you can that you can eat, you know. <laughs> it slows the whole system down. Hell, it even slows the mind down. So yeah. I can't promise I'm gonna stick to a minute, but I'm gonna try. All right. All right so which which uh, movie is it this week? We're going with Iron Man Two. All right. Y'all y'all heard of it? That Robert Downey Jr. Think so. That right? Yeah, you got it. You got it, John. All right, and you got one minute and go. Tony Stark's celebrity status is reaching all time high making him as busy as a one-legged cat in a sandbox. <laughs> between, rubbing and, between running his business, being Iron Man, and doing stunts in the public eye, I don't know when this boy has time to fart. <laughs> well, as a result, his guard is let down, which opens up the door for his new adversary, Ivan Vanko, who's uh, mad as a hatter and smart as a whip. The pun is intended, boys. <laughs> Some of the original characters make their return alongside new players, such as Justin Hammers, Justin Hammer, damn it, who's lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut, and Natalie Rushman, a.k.a. Natalie Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, a.k.a. Scarlett Johansson. And to take a page out of y'all's book... That girl is fine. <laughs> All right, boys, I'm going to give you a couple scores to rack this up, wrap this up. Sam Rockwell, playing Justin Hammer... I give him a 10 for being... What's that, my time already? <laughs> That's the dogs chasing you up, man. That's our time. Oh, going boy, off. those them hounds <laughs> but, from uh, hell. <laughs> you're not even done yet, are I'll you? I'll tell you what, I'm pretty close to done, so I, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna call this a win for old Jimmy Tony. <laughs> hey, you can, you, can, you can finish it up. Go right ahead, All right, ahead, thanks, boys. I appreciate it. Sam Rockwell plays Justin Hammer. I'm giving him a 10 for being the only person really worthy of the nickname The Rock. <laughs> 
Terrence Howard gets a 10 for doing a spot on impersonation of Don Cheadle. <laughs> and Gwyneth Paltrow, as you might remember, I told you that I, I would have given her a 10 in the first one, but I knocked off a point and a half because that girl's crazy as a sack of cats. Well, uh, I knocked another 3.5 off to give her a 5 out of 10 because I found out that in real life she pays $275 for toilet paper. <laughs> wow. Jeez. You know, for, for once, Jimmy Tony, we actually agree on something. Hey, yeah. hey, who was that? Girl, that girl's crazy as shit. Who was that? Hey, that's that's your, fr- your friend Mikey oh, in here. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you got to lower the voice a few octaves when you're talking to me, boy. I can't understand you. This makes me really wonder the caliber of women you go after. <laughs> Uh, I told you my wife is a handsome woman. <laughs> I told you all that before. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's true. anyway, I'm going to give Iron Man 2 about a, uh, I'd say an 8 oh, overall. It's high right. praise. And I got to tell you what, boys. Let me tell you something. There's two kinds of people in this world, right? There's people who know how to end a segment and... Jim, 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 Jimmy Tony, you there? Jimmy? I think he died. Oh my God! All I think right. he died. Jimmy Tony, everybody. That was oh. Jimmy Tony. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hey, hey, James. James, you done in there? Dude, I, spray I, before you come in here. Whoo! Sorry, boys. Oh I, Jesus! I, I don't mean to give you the bad news. I think your cousin got eaten by a gator. Well, how'd the segment go? I didn't uh, hear it. It I was missed the entire thing. That's good. How was he? How was he sounding? I hope he's. Um, He's, he's all right, yeah. I worry about him when he's down south. Man, he's got a lot of responsibility he, he down there. He sounds a little sick. I think he might have the swine flu. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. And that was Jimmy Tony. So let's get into the bleed feed. Right. Uh, so no one died this week. That's oh. pretty cool. I mean, I'm sure someone well, some, died. Someone, someone probably died did. Somewhere. somewhere, yeah. Something. Probably yeah. more cats died. Oh, jeez. I'd imagine. Yeah, probably. Lots of cats. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Pouring out for our dead purring homies. All right. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of death, uh, something did actually die this week, uh, and that was that DC has officially canceled Swamp Thing. We had sort of thought this was coming because they cut the three last episodes off of the... Uh, off of the season, <clears throat> and there's conflicting reports as to why this is the case. Um, Bloody Disgusting put an article up uh, earlier in the week about this, retracted one of their updates because apparently there was wrong information on it, but it makes me wonder if maybe someone got mad that shit leaked. I don't know. Mm. It just kind of seems weird. <laughs> I'm always mad when shit leaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. it, it just seems weird, though. Like uh, Basically, what they're saying, the one, one theory is that... Um, they're just DC is very worried about the subscribers to this whole DC universe. Which, duh, yeah. you can't even establish a good movie universe. Why would you think people would pay for a TV? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Well, because we called this when they first announced it that it was a well, fail. Well, because to be fair, DC's properties on TV actually do pretty well. On the CW, they do well. <laughs> well, that's they're probably using that as a metric, though. They probably, but I mean, as far as like their whole cinematic universe and like that, well, and 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 other things that they're trying to do, yeah. they just don't work. Mm-hmm. Their animated films are top-notch. Mm-hmm. Just stick to that because everything else is not good. Um, or 
it's failing. The good ones are failing because of everything else, which is the case with Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. It was actually getting good reviews. It got though, great wasn't it? critical review. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so they pretty much canceled it. Now here's the other thing, though. The other <laughs> thing that they took down is the fact that where they were where they were filming, they were supposed to get a shit ton of incentives back from the state, mm. and they ended up filing something wrong and didn't get the incentives. Oh no! And so now this they they spent like millions and millions and millions of dollars more than they thought that was the that was the update that got re- uh, redacted <laughs> somebody from in, bloody disgusting somebody so who le- knows somebody in legal is getting fired yeah if that's the case so yeah. who knows no one it doesn't seem like so there's a little bit of confusion as to what actually is the reason that it got canceled mm-hmm. but it got canceled which kind of sucks uh hopefully they can just revive it somewhere else and forget this whole dc paid universe thing ever happened but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, see her eyes. <laughs> uh, Sony Pictures Animation, speaking of animation, uh, is bringing a new show to the table entitled Hungry Ghosts. This is interesting because it is based on an adaptation of a graphic novel of the same name that was co-written by the late Anthony Bourdain. Really? And well, Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, Hungry Ghosts here, uh, it's an anthology of frightening, hilarious, twisted, and culinary-inspired ghost stories. Each episode will range in tone and will look completely different from the last, taking advantage of the various forms of animation to best fit the story. Bourdain had explained that the comics were inspired by the violence that he had seen in kitchens throughout his career. What, what a weird premise for most of anything. The, most of that violence perpetrated by Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. I mean, this series kind of sounds really interesting, and it kind of reminds me of, um, did you guys ever get into the Netflix Love Death Robots? No, I need no, to. No, not yet. I've heard so many good things out. about it. Check it out. It's, I've only seen maybe half of the episodes what's, that they have What's up. similar about it? So it's, the, like, from my understanding, I didn't, like again, deep dive into the whole thing, but it's a bunch of very small movies short stories well a short story but there's a name for it where they're all around the same premise of either love death or robots okay um there's either live action animation claymation or a mixture of oh, them which cool. is pretty cool and it's just very different stories and so like a collection so like hitting on that point where each one looks different looks and, looks feels, and feels different, different yeah. than the last yeah yeah right. i need to watch that love love it's, death robots i've heard so many good things about uh-huh. it i just don't have time. every episode that i've watched uh, dude there's like seven to fourteen minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were that short. short. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna watch them all tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can probably <laughs> knock it out in a good like hour and a half. So, um, I made Erica watch one, and she just laughed hysterically at it. And it was a robot episode. Hmm. So, um, that what you're talking about yeah. with Bourdain. I mean, he had a very dark mind. Obviously. He did. Yeah. So. Um, did you ever watch his Parts Unknown series? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I loved, loved it. it. The Detroit Dude. one was actually pretty cool. Yeah, the Detroit one was really good with Charlie the Duff. Yep. It was really good. I loved yeah. everything Anthony Bourdain did, man. Speaking of dark, oh. um, we're getting another stab at the Dark Tower series, this time in the form of a television show uh, that Amazon is making. So what we had it? the movie. We had the movie with uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. Right? Idris Elba. Which, Idris Elba. I always get his name wrong. Uh, which <laughs> which flopped pretty hardcore, and it was really different from the book. I never saw it, but it was I, my understanding was very different from the book. So Amazon now, again, is taking a stab at doing it in series form. Um, and it was just announced this week that uh, filming has begun and that one of the stars, in an unknown role at this point, but one of the stars is Michael Rooker. Rook! <laughs> the Rook! The Rook! <laughs> Love that man. Um, and uh, Michael Rooker automatically just bumps up every project that he's in so oh, yeah. i'm very very excited to see where he's going to fit in this universe nice um 
so yeah, so that's pretty, pretty fucking awesome. Um, it's E3 week, guys. It's video game central for all of us nerds. Oh, boy. Um, and I can't get away from this news without at least one piece of info about a new game coming out. Mm-hmm. And this is a game that you might actually buy a console to play. Really? Yes. Doubt it. So, out of nowhere, <laughs> because it's not even like it's a popular franchise right now, um, but out of nowhere, they have this this trailer for this new game that shows a guy with a video camera, and he's investigating some disappearances. Uh-huh. And he's walking around, it's very much like sort of like third person yet, uh, or yeah, third person, I think, and then found footage sort of whatever, and he's walking around the woods, and things get all crazy and weird. And then it comes up from the top, and you have an aerial view, and it's the symbol of the Blair Witch. <gasps> They're making a fucking Blair Witch video game. No. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of the word video game. <laughs> video video um, game. But it looks fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. And uh, nice. Like I said, dude, it ain't kind of out of nowhere because Blair Witch isn't really big. The remake came out like what three years ago. Yeah. Like the the, the series not... is a little bit dormant right now, so I'm kind of shocked that they would put all this money and effort behind a Blair Witch game. Like, no one's asking for this. Yeah, it's uh, like the, the the remake came out three years ago, and it's not like it came out to rave reviews or no. anything like that. We, we loved we, it. We loved it, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's cool. I hope that, it, like, I hope that they, because you and I had some theories about the, this is, I, th- I feel like this is kind of a bragging point. We can brag about this a little Definitely. bit. We had some theories about what was actually going on within the the Blair Witch universe, mm-hmm. specifically in the, the new Blair Witch movie. And I got a question out to the director. You got a question out to uh, Adam Wingard, and he basically confirmed our that theory we, that about we it. correct. Yep. And, uh, granted, we're not the only ones that figured no, that no, out. No, 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 yeah. That being said... Right. We figured it out without anybody having to talk. Right, we, we figured it out without going on Reddit to see yeah. if anybody else had, yeah. had been talking about it. But I hope that they, that would be great, like, if they kind of explore that side of it, like the whole time paradox, time loop yeah. sort of thing that's going they, on. They ended the uh, the end of the trailer for the game of of your character walking into this, the cabin in the middle of the woods, basically. Yeah. And, what was that? <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes, like, I didn't even need to say yeah there, right? I didn't even need to. You really, yeah. didn't, you really didn't, James. I do it to um, myself. So, so your character walks into the cabin uh, in the middle of the woods, though, and you see that ending scene from the first Blair Witch movie with the mm. guy in the corner. Oh man! And then it just fucking ends, and it's Damn. awesome. So, yeah, yep. very, very excited about that. Yep, I'm into that. Uh, speaking of things I'm excited about. What's new on Blue, baby? All right. A two-movie combo pack featuring Mary Lambert's 1989 adaptation of Pet Cemetery. And the 2019 remake will be available July 9th from, oh, cool. from Paramount Home Entertainment. The digital 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray releases of the new film will feature 90 minutes of special features. Nice. So that's pretty. That's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Um, Neil Marshall's 2019 remake. Is that, sorry, sorry. Is that, is that going to be the new 30th anniversary of Pet Cemetery? The it one is that the, just you, came out. Yes. Okay, good because that that edition's really cool and it's only like 13 bucks right now. Oh, is it really? Blue. Yeah, I should probably buy it. Nice. I have a house to buy, an apartment to <laughs> well, an pay apartment. for. Yeah. You need to furnish it though. Yeah. You yeah. need to get rid of your. I'll stack all my Blu-rays up and I'll sit on that. That'll be my couch. <laughs> <laughs> stack all your steel books up. <laughs> That's all there. It'd be a tiny little couch. <laughs> I have like start, four. <laughs> start buying steel books and make furniture out of it because start it's the only thing they're good together. for. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Neil Marshall's 2019 reimagining of Hellboy 
will be hitting digital on July 9th, followed by 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD on July 23rd. Among the special features will be a three-part documentary called Tales of the Wild Hunt, Hellboy Reborn. Ooh. So that's pretty nice. Interesting. Uh, if you want to see the different exclusive releases being offered by Best Buy, Walmart, and Target, you can find them at comicbook.com. Cool. And that's it for blue. All right. All right. So in our biggest news piece of the day, uh, I mentioned last week that uh, this past Saturday was going to be the uh, big anniversary fan dealio for Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. right? And that uh, the director... That's, a, that's the official name, the fan dealio, right? Fan dealio. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's it. Uh, and <laughs> Jason Reitman, uh, the son of Ivan Reitman, mm -hmm. who directed the original movie, is now doing this third sort of continuation movie. And um, he had a whole bunch of stuff planned. And um, I've seen some footage from the event and what they did. He had a uh, he had a cool sit down with his father, where uh, he says, and I quote, "In making this movie, the new one, he says uh, we found something kind of extraordinary. We went to Sony and we said we'd really love to get back the original dailies from 1984. Uh, do you still have them? They found them. They were in a mine in Kansas. A mine. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, mines. Salt mines. Salt mines. They film film there, or they store film there because of the temperatures. And the, they may, the salt. It's well, the salt probably it helps preserve things basically. because there's no moisture down yeah, there because of all awesome. the salt. So I I I had known this before, but it always blows my mind that, that there's just mines with <laughs> films in them. Like it's weird. It's such a really weird. It's a, a weird concept. A literal gold mine. Of literally film. Maybe they should have stored those masters that they lost when those buildings burned down with like Nirvana and all yeah, that. Yeah, uh, we're, not, we're not talking about that. Sore subject. That just, that just happened this past week. We're not talking. Well, there's Speaking a death. Speaking of things there's, that died. There's a death this week. The masters of, uh, it was Eminem, Nirvana, a uh, bunch of other people. No, not no, it Beatles. wasn't Beatles, I don't think, but. Oh, yeah. no, the Beatles. Not the Beatles. Anyway, to continue his uh, thing, though, they were in a mine in Kansas and we shipped them in boxes to Burbank. We've been going through the footage for reasons that I cannot tell you. But along the way, we found some really cool stuff. So what they did is they they took some alternate takes and, and outtakes and different things, and they played them on a big screen. And Jason Reitman was uh, interviewing his father about why they didn't why they didn't choose it, why they didn't use this and stuff like that. Pretty mm -hmm. cool, pretty cool stuff. Um, also at this fan expo, then it was announced um, that Sigourney Weaver. I'm assuming it was announced here, at least. They didn't really specify. Sigourney Weaver is absolutely returning to the franchise. Oh, really? So that's pretty cool news. And she wins uh, She wins this week's Maybe I Shouldn't Have Said That Award. Just like we had somebody <laughs> last week. Because when she was talking to Parade about the new film, mm -hmm. she goes, It's going to be crazy working with those guys again. Oh, no. <laughs> She wasn't um, supposed to say that. I mean, like nothing's been announced about anybody else, but it leads you to believe that definitely Dan Aykroyd and uh, Bill Murray are going to be in the movie. I mean, she could who be, else would it mean? She could be talking about Rick Moranis. You don't know. I, listen, that, <laughs> I think Rick Moranis coming back would be bigger news. That would be exciting than the Probably. other two because he's yeah. not returned anything. He's no. Did he? When did he retire? He didn't officially um, retire. He stopped he did, acting though. to take care of his wife. His wife had or his yeah. wife died of cancer, so he. Or died of, I think it was cancer. Well, he yeah, and he stopped he acting to take stopped, care of her, and then and then and then to raise his family. Right. He stayed home, and and he, but he hasn't acted 
he's done voice work. He has done voice work. Has so he he's done not some com- like stage stage stuff? And stage too? stuff, yeah. yeah. He's not completely retired, but as far as like Hollywood goes, yes. Off the big um, screen. And he's turned mm-hmm. down though, coming back to a lot of his his bigger franchises. Right. Oh man. So if they can get him to come back to this, and it might be the right time for him too, that'd be huge. I thought, Absolutely. I, I huge. thought I remember an interview with him like within the past year or two where he he said he might start to feel like he's ready yeah, to I read the same one come yeah. back and start doing some Dude, stuff. So who knows? They this this could be the right you know right time for everything. They need to reboot the honey I shrunk the kids franchise <laughs> to honey you shrunk my Yeezys or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know it's twenty nineteen, figure it out. Figure it out. And Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that just pinged. That just it's pinged a, for several a, it's reasons. It's not a pig joke, but it's kind of a pig joke, and we'll explain it later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's that's that. So Sigourney Weaver's coming back. She basically said that Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray were coming back. Um, all exciting stuff. I think finally Ghostbusters is back in capable hands, mm. and uh, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the other big things that Jason Reitman said, and this is how you know it's back in good hands, his main objective for this new movie is to scare little children. Oh, good. Good. That's how every horror movie should be. Right? <laughs> well, it's how Ghostbusters was, though. It was a comedy, but it was kind of terrifying. Oh, like yeah. That, that library scene, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, Dude, honest, is terrifying. Honestly, the, the, only, the only scene that I can remember giving me nightmares when I was younger... There's plenty of scary stuff, especially for little kids in the Ghostbusters movies. But the only scene that ever gave me nightmares where I actually dreamt about this particular character was when, uh, shit, ah, damn it, what the hell is his name? When, uh, uh, crap, I can't think of the actor's name. Ernie Hudson. It was, it was, it was. Rick Moranis. You remember Um, when Vigo kind of took control? That's two. No, when Vigo, yeah, it was from two. Okay, okay. When Vigo, um. Vigo the Carpathian? When he kind of took control of the little curator guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. What the hell was his name? I don't know, he's a weasel. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you remember the scene where Sigourney Weaver is, she's like out on the the ledge of the the apartment, and then he comes flying out of nowhere on a bike, dressed like the witch from, um. Wizard of Oz? From the Wizard of Oz. And he. And he's got lasers coming out of his eyes and stuff. Dude, that scared the hell out of me when I was younger. Witches with laser beams coming out of their eyes. Coming out of their freaking eyes. Like, that's the only part of Ghostbusters that ever gave me genuine nightmares. Really? Yeah, scared the hell out of me. I don't know why. Weird. I think they need to bring that back. Like, the movies that are, like, kind of humorous, but then they kind of scare the shit out of you. Remember Ernest Scared Stupid? Yeah, that's a great movie. But the trolls in they, that movie they try, gave me nightmares. But they try, but what they're missing is the charm that you got from that era of movies that is just not existent. Well, it's not, because days. they don't spend enough time developing a character that you oh, fall that in too. love with. There's, there's, still, I mean, there's still some movie. Like, it, for some reason, the first one that jumps into my head is when we watch Housebound. Mm-hmm. Like housebound oh, was Housebound's housebound great. was genuinely creepy, and you were like trying to figure out what was going on the entire time. But it was also hilarious because sure. of that that kiwi sensibility, the kiwi sensibilities. Yeah. Like the New New Zealand just has the they have the comical timing down. They do what it's, we do in the shadows. It's, it's yeah. called the show, oh, yeah. and, and to the them, movie. It's, to them, it's just called talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey man, we're just gonna talk a little bit. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. He's yeah. actually really good at New Zealand. <laughs> but no, seriously, like that is. Nail on the head. New Zealand has it figured out. Mm-hmm. But I think they some studio needs to get like somebody in there that you can fall in love with the character and then you can just develop so many like the earnest movies I think were so underrated for their time. Well yeah. we had Mr. Bean. <laughs> that was we have British. Oh, that was British. We, we have Medea. 
Medea. We got Medea. In all fairness, though, you, you know, laugh, but Medea's kind of that character where Medea. they did a whole bunch Perry. of different types of movies. Yeah, yeah no, that's like know, Boo, like Boo, Medea Halloween was fantastic. <laughs> I'm not kidding you either. It was fantastic. <laughs> Tyler Perry yes. is a comedic genius. He really is. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and he's amazing. that guy's smart as shit oh, too. Yeah. The the guy, that guy knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So that's it's we just uh, just something about that style franchise was just yeah. could use another yeah. one. Because no, did he retire the Medea? Did he uh, retire? I believe he did. I, think I, so, believe yeah. He did. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do like I do like the idea though of having like one focal character that can just kind of jump genres of movies and yeah. do a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. You really don't see that as much these mm-hmm. days. So yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. that's why they were so successful though, because there was really nothing else out there at the bring, time. Bring bring uh bring Ernest back. What's Jim Barney doing He's, these days? Oh what is Jim Barney doing? <laughs> what about the Dorf series? What? Remember Dorf? <laughs> what? Jim Barney's dead. So? <laughs> hey! Holograms. Ernest, Ernest really scared stupid. Ernest, ri- Ernest rides again! You could, you could do Ernie Goes Bernie. Public <laughs> <laughs> public weekend at Bernie's. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> weekend at Ernie's. There we go. <laughs> hey, uh, I can't do the voice, but. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you know what I mean, Bern? You know what I mean, Bern? You know what I mean, Bern? <laughs> oh my god. All right, so I believe that means it's about time to wrap the segment up. It with, is, yes. So let's bring it to our stupid fan. <laughs> of the day and being we're talking about boars we'll keep it boar themed so did you guys know that wild boars live in groups called sounds and they are composed of females and their offspring they usually have between six and 30 animals while the males live in solitary life except for during mating season they come to get that <laughs> as that it sounds should be exactly like my life minus, <laughs> minus mating season <laughs> It's, yours is baiting season. Oh. Oh. So it's a sound of boar. That's actually kind of cool. Sound, mm-hmm. yeah. Seems like a pretty a sound, sound way of... to run a life. Yeah. Uh, there's like we should do a we should do a quiz on this show sometime about the the different the different names of uh, groups of animals. What is Cause... a sound of silence? Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Because <laughs> some of them are really cool though. They are. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna actually make a game out of it, so I'm not gonna say any of the cool ones right now. But yeah, a swaffle of humans. A swaffle. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole swaffle of humans. <laughs> what, what was what? Was... what? Get uh... our friend Greg's. <laughs> we, I forget where we were at. Oh, there's a whole gaggle of girls over there. Oh no, I'm pretty sure he's a gaggle of hoes. <laughs> there's a whole gaggle of hoes over there. <laughs> We were we were probably in downtown Royal Oak somewhere. <laughs> probably. Oh, it was such a good day though. Sounds <laughs> powerful, of course. Yep. Uh, all right. So that's it. Are we good? Yeah. That's yes. it. So boom, that was the news. <laughs> all right. Now we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna get get our shit together, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, be, we're gonna be making bacon. Are we getting our pig poop in a pile? Pork, 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 pork. <laughs> Throughout this dulcy, faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. I have a question for you guys. Yes. What's your favorite snack food? Uh, por- pork rinds. Ooh. <laughs> What's your favorite snack food? Pigs in a blanket. Oh, you stole mine. <laughs> you know what my favorite snack food is? Huh. Pig. 
<laughs> Jay, what's yours? That was neat, man. Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so big. Uh, I, don't, I don't appreciate where that was going. <laughs> y'all know the time. Y'all know the swine. It ain't faking, making bacon. I don't know. It just came into my head, and I decided I needed to say it. That's why you should be on radio. <laughs> you gotta just get that announcer voice going. So, I told you. It's, so, I told you. Bard, the modern day minstrel, the modern day poet. There, w- there it was right there, boys. That was it. You that just need it. to get a, a few uh, chestnut. What is this? Chestnut che- amber ale. Chestnut amber Some gnarl. All right. Oh, you can be going. You can go by the radio name of Gnarl Carl. That can be your name. <laughs> Narl Carl. <laughs> no, we still need to go do, with the Nighthawk and the Day Pigeon and talk about the Daily Squib. Oh, God. Mm. Sorry. All right, so this we, week... We will. We have a future. Are you done? Mm, what? Are you done? Oh, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> so this, you know what the thing about that is, though? <laughs> oh, fuck yourself, nope. Michael. <laughs> fuck you, Mike. I promised Jimmy Tony I would mess with you as much as possible yeah, tonight. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you're you're getting on my nerves the way that he does at this point. <laughs> um, okay, so this week we're talking about pigs. We're talking about swine, mm-hmm. the the cleanest of all the animals. Ah, uh, yes. The Razorbacks. Mm. Speaking of, we're gonna start with a movie called Razorback from 1984, uh, directed by a guy named Russell McLawley. <laughs> nope, not even nope. close. <laughs> Mul- <laughs> Mul- Words are hard. Mulkley? I would say Mul- like I would say Mulkahy. Mulkahy. I put an L at the end when there was no L. McLawley. McLawley. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> McClenahan. Russell Macaulay Culkin. That's the one. That's the one. Um, he is the uh, director behind such such fierce movies as Highlander mm. 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. He also directed four episodes of uh, Tales from the Crypt and most recently, as far as our terms are considered, that doesn't make any sense. Our terms are considered? What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I've, I've, I've considered your terms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Shut up. Um, as far as movies are important to us, though, Resident Evil Extinction. He uh, did one of the Resident Evil movies. Pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so uh, this he does he does an assload of music stuff. Yes, lots of. Um, he did a lot of one person. Why can't I think of it now? Rolling Wasn't... Stones, Elton John, Duran Duran. He did a shit ton of Elton John. Uh, yeah, tons he of was stuff. Actually, Queen, Billy Joel. He was hired for this movie because the uh, somebody saw his <clears throat> video for Hungry Like the Wolf for Duran Duran. Oh, he's doing music videos. Yeah, same right guy on. did that. But uh, anyway, so uh, Razorback, if you've never heard of this, which maybe you've not, this is not the most popular movie in the entire world, mm-hmm. but uh, a vicious wild boar terrorizes the Australian outback. The first victim is a small child who was killed. The child's granddad is brought to trial for the killing, but the child is... But the, killing the child, but is acquitted. See the full summary. Apparently, I didn't. I, apparently I didn't. <laughs> you, you, went, you went low key, Christopher Walken on that. Is about the trial. The trial. About the trial. The, the next granddad. The next victim is an American TV journalist. Her husband Carl gets there and starts to search for the truth. The local inhabitants won't really help him, but he is joined by a hunter and a female farmer to find the beast. They basically just told you the entire movie wait, in wait. that. What? Famous radio personality, Naro Carl? He's, is, is that him? Naro Carl? Is that him? Naro Carl, coming to you from Life of the Outback. Playing the hits that give you the fix. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically it. I mean, there's wild boars, and they, they kill people, and there's... Dude, I'll tell you what, the open of this movie... It's fantastic. Yeah. So fantastic. I, so, Razor, so Razorback's one of those flicks that I, I'd always heard of. Yeah. Um, just in communities or whatever. It's, it's actually, I think it's a pretty sought-after VHS movie for some reason. 
Because um, it's awesome. Because it's awesome. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'd always heard of it. I'd never actually seen it. So mm. when I got the idea to do a wild boar movie, I'm like, ah, oh, pigs. Great. <laughs> little did I know, and this is a spoiler for the next movie, but little did I know that these movies are almost exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Apparently, there's only so much you can do with wild boar movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you really think about it, like, just pick an animal. Like a, you know, snake, anaconda. Is it kind of the same as, like, oh, a movie called... Uh, Python. Oh, anaconda. <laughs> well, no. Python. You know? The different snake uh, movies are Jaws. different. There's a ton but, of different cr- killer croc movies that are different. There's tons of killer shark movies that are different. Yeah, That's like true. main predators. But it if almost, you go off the beaten path of a main predator yeah, and go to, like, a smaller... Like, I feel mm. like these two movies, though, I almost feel like Boar was a love letter to Razorback. Yeah, I feel... That's, yeah. I, that, I, I think that there's definitely a correlation. I think the director was too. a little Boar... Duh, with his life and decided <laughs> to do a movie about something he liked, you know. Maybe they just didn't have enough money Who in their piggy John? bank. <laughs> Maybe not enough money in their piggy bank to get, keep it going, you know, and to, to do better things, you know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so yeah. Uh, there's a girl who uh, she's a reporter for the the World Wildlife League. Was that it? The World Wildlife something or other? I don't think I so. For, I, it's something like that. I think she was just a... The WWF. The, the WWF, the World Wildlife th- Foundation. I don't think they ever really... Um, oh, yeah, they do. Specified, they, did they? She the said opening it, she clip said it to the show? In our, in our intro. <laughs> oh, she did? Yeah, I think it's the World like Wildlife League or something like that. Yeah, it's I not important. So. I believe League is in the name. Um, and so she's basically there shining a light on people who are killing animals for sport <clears throat> and for a living because, well, they're, because they're endangered in, species. In, in particular, yeah. kangaroos. Yeah. And uh, so she's there. She finds out. Um, she gets weirdly involved in the boar killing thing. Or what factory is she going to? That that pet pack. Pet pack. Is that a kangaroo factory or yeah. is that a wild boar factory? Yeah. So it's basically two brothers. These like the most outback outback citizens you will ever find in any movie ever. The 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 the, the, the shittier of the two brothers. What I liked. <clears throat> Wait, there was a shitty one. There, yeah. Well, the, yes, because there's, 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 there's the shittier of the two, the one that looks like a cracked out Derek. Oh Woodley. yeah, <laughs> yeah <he> does. <laughs> he totally does. Uh-huh, yeah. Singer of Sum Forty One. If you don't know who we're talking <laughs> about, wasn't um, he cracked out anyway? Though? <clears throat> no. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, I what I what I liked about them is care like this whole movie. I'm just gonna say he was a drunk too, not cracked. I'm just, I'm just going to say flat out, I loved this movie. Oh, it was great. I did. I liked, fantastic. I really, really liked it. Um, those brothers, I thought, were just such a crazy addition to the movie. They felt like Mad Max characters. Yes. Like, even the, right down to the truck that they drove and the clothes that they wore and, like, the one had a weird pair of, like, eyeglass, sunglass hybrid glasses that he wore. Like, mm-hmm. did you notice those fucking things like they were it was I did it, I absolutely did and 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 like the other one was always just dancing all the time they lived in <laughs> they're just, just dancing all the time they Come lived on. they lived in a cave and 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 like just ate dirty animal rotten parts that were like on their yeah, like they were just they, they they looked like they should be in a Mad Max movie and I thought that was a really cool I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's actually people like this in the Australian outback. Yeah. But uh, as far as like, as far as like overblown like hyperbolic characters go, I thought that both of these characters were really cool. No, they were cool. They um they they have an interesting part in the movie as well. Like how like how they. I, 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 
I don't know how to. I don't know how to put into words what I'm trying to say. Very obviously, obviously, um, because without without getting to where I want to go, you're a fucking swine right now. <laughs> so, so the girl, the girl with the wild, the wildlife lady, whatever the fucking called, she yeah. she ends up disappearing. Her husband comes to Australia to try to find out what happened to her, yeah. and and he ends up hooking up with these two guys. That's wait, that sounds like yeah. <laughs> hooking up like fucking. <laughs> It's all very porking, guys. It's all very it's all porking beans in here, you know. <laughs> no, he ends up getting uh, get not getting with them. <laughs> Tank, this is for you, man. Like, everything I'm saying. Um, he ends up though, like like going to them and trying to figure out what happened to his wife. And in doing so, they bring him back to their house. But under the guise, they're they think he's a cool dude at first, sort of. Yeah, well, he doesn't. He doesn't really let them know that he is there looking for the American reporter yeah. who disappeared. And but these, don't worry, these guys were He's Canadian. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> he, Very... made, he distinguished that. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't Canadian American? Um, they uh, they don't. That's racist, by the way. Well, that's what they say in the movie, but uh, um, they don't. They don't really suspect him of being like. Uh, the, like a person who's looking and they kind of offhandedly were responsible for the dis- disappearance of his wife yeah like they they had very bad intentions with his wife to begin oh, yeah. with oh yeah but then their bad intentions were interrupted by a gigantic freak bore yeah if it wasn't for the gigantic freak bore as you say um pretty sure cracked out Derek Wibley was going to like rape her oh yeah, the whole yeah. Deal. he was, he was to rape her and was, everything was, yeah it was it was terrible while the other dude standing in the truck shining a light on it being like get her get her like, no uh, he was no he was bent out of shape about the whole thing uh, no was, not then not then he wasn't wasn't he no he was all about it that later on in the movie though i think he like, grew a conscience or something it was weird mm. it was, at least that's how i took it maybe i'm wrong but that's I how thought, i took yeah, it yeah i thought that he was like no because he because uh the, the, the we should probably we should probably say their actual uh their actual character names <laughs> uh funny enough the one the the Derek Wibley one his name was Dicko. <laughs> Dicko Baker. Dicko Baker and Benny Baker. Yep. Um No, I don't, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm right. pretty sure. Yep. But uh Benny seemed like because he he knew that Dicko was going to go and try and kill this woman and he didn't really want anything to do with it and so he jumped back in the truck. He said I don't I'm I'm not I'm not a part of this, right? Yeah. Um so anyway, she ends up disappearing, which was a shock to me. Like, I thought from the beginning of the movie, both of these movies have deaths in them that caught me off guard. Yeah, because they really do. Her her death scene, I was like, well, no way. The, like, something miraculous is going to happen. She's going to she's gonna end up okay, and, like, they'll find her by the end of the movie. But uh, I, I really didn't see her death coming because I thought she was going to be the main character of the entire movie, you know? What's a twist? <laughs> what a twist? Ah, I get it. Like a twist. <laughs> like a pigtail. So the, the ah. brothers, would you say that their intentions were cruel? What? <laughs> what? With the pigtail. Yeah. I, no, there's the pun. I get ah. it. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Though. I, I expect her to be in the movie at least for... I expect her to survive at least. No, no spoilers. I expected her to be alive at the end. You know, they would find her. There's something or whatever. Yeah. No, she dead. Yeah. She, she, she dead as hell. Oh, yeah, she, she dead. Did. As, she dead as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So when the husband comes to though, he's trying to find her, 
and um, he uh, ends up the 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 two brothers take him out hunting, and he apparently can't. He tries to tell them, "Oh, uh, I'm not all about the whole animal wildlife stuff. Blah blah. blah. Those people make me sick." Well, he said he hunts deer and stuff yeah. back in so Canada. They so they take him kangaroo hunting and they shoot one and he pukes what a pussy <laughs> come on come on <laughs> so they, they they call him on his bullshit they basically leave him out in the in the brush they leave him out in the outback <laughs> they leave him right out in the outback yeah, like, i like how they get him? i like how they tell him it's his responsibility to uh skin that roux before they get back and they're like they're like uh how do they how do they say it don't don't bugger off because we're we're like in the middle of nowhere yeah don't or, or they, they say no oh, they of say they say them, they say don't don't go walk about because we're in the mi- middle of bugger all Australians whatever however they talk don't don't go walk about because we're in the middle of bugger all yeah <laughs> basically saying don't leave this spot because there's a lot of shit that wants to kill you here and it's also freezing and you will freeze to death yeah but then they say we'll be back in five to six hours yeah they they have no <laughs> Intention. They'd never had any intention of coming back for him, though. I think they, they were, did. They never came back, though. I, I, I don't think that. I don't think that. Well, you don't know if they came back or not because he did he go did walk leave. about. That's true. That's true. I suppose. But um. But yeah. So he he ends up like wandering off, and it morphs into this the one of, one of the weirdest and coolest dream sequences. I think that's mine. Sorry. What are you, are you playing some dance music over there, James? <laughs> Let's see those moves. James is just watching YouTube videos over mm-hmm. here, you know. Um, it morphs into this really weird dream sequence. Yeah, that, that was, was so out of place, yet I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Because you have this like you have this like Australian outback movie that has a very, very particular look and feel to it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like juxtaposed with this weird dream sequence that almost looks like something out of like Lawnmower Man or something. Like it's huh. super bizarre. I had there was ah shit, there was a movie that I wanted to Oh. Um like the cell. The cell with Jennifer Lopez, Lopez yeah. uh, Jennifer Lopez and uh Two weeks in a row you've mentioned the cell by the it way. Is, it is two weeks in a row that I mentioned it. But it was something like out of that. Like it, it because he's just wandering through this like vast open uh like wasteland and then there was the weird horse yep. skeleton that broke out of the ground. That and, was awesome. Yeah, that it was, was super it was really cool. cool. Was it, I thought it was a boar at first, actually, because that would have made sense, being uh-huh. that he's dreaming about boars, but it was like a horse. It made a horse whinny, though, right? Yeah, whinny. Okay. Horse whinny. <laughs> yeah, like when a horse whinnies, yeah. Is that what it's called? Is yeah, it's called a whinny. Oh. I don't think I knew that. You never knew that was no. called hey, a whinny? That's, that could be another question in your quiz. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that was called a whinny. Um, but yeah, he goes through, like, the ground is cracking, and the sky's all kind of weird colors and stuff. Like, it's really, really bizarre. Um, but I loved it, though. I thought it was, like, super, super cool. Um and when he comes when he comes out of it though, he finds himself staggeringly towards this house, mm-hmm. and he walks up on on a a woman uh, taking a shower taking, taking a shower, and at that point in time, shower. I had to, how, how would you say that a shower a shower 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 <laughs> no we're just we sound like we sound like we're from there's a lady taking a share share there you go. go there you go that's the one you all um, see expert over here. i paused the movie at this point and watch I paused, of course you, you paused the movie to watch a lady take I, a share after it was done but my reaction I was after she was done you were done my, too my, right? my, my reaction was hello nurse <laughs> 
Because, <laughs> damn. Hey, you just watched the Animaniacs back I did, in the I did. Right? <laughs> and she was like a legitimately super hot Outback Australian oh, yeah. chick. Like, come on. Yeah. If I'm going to be wandering through the... I remember wandering through the brush, and I had to happen upon a house. I would find I would find the sixty-year-old drunk passed out <laughs> in the corner, you know, wearing his underwear. If he, he stumbles upon this lovely lady who wants to take care of him. <laughs> if there's anything that I've learned from Hollywood, and I've learned a lot, uh, yes, it's that all of the men always have a bunch of dirt on their face in Australia, and all of the women are beautiful. It's true. That's that's it. It's it's true. That's Australia in a nutshell, mm-hmm. mate. <laughs> mate <laughs> moral of stories always mate <laughs> uh but anyway she um this uh the girl the girl we are talking about uh her name is arky whitley arky whitley she plays sarah cameron mm-hmm. uh i uh, i think I, sarah cameron's kind of a hot name i'm not gonna lie <laughs> kind of, it's, it's a good name right what's in a name everything apparently <laughs> a rose by any other name would smell as sweet yeah yeah. But, if, but if it was but if it was called the shit flower, it might it might not be as uh, as appealing. It's the shit flower. You smell you smell that. It's that lovely fragrance from that shit flower. Here's what I love about you. <laughs> My accents. Whenever you're trying to do like a like any other accent other than Australian, it comes out Australian. <laughs> And when you try and do an Australian accent, it sounds like no other accent on the entire earth. <laughs> It's the shit flower of accents. <laughs> I accept. I accept. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so uh, so he pretty much gets nursed back to health uh, by, by Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah, though, has a connection with a guy named Jake. Mm. Now, Jake, he's been in the movie actually before this, whatever. we just didn't really talk about him. Jake's open to the movie in a pretty fucking crazy-ass way. Yeah. Uh, they, they opened this, they, they, <laughs> that was almost, that was almost, they opened this movie with such a downer because within the first two minutes of the movie, they oh already, they God. kill a kid. Yeah. Like in, within in, the first two minutes in, of the movie. In like spectacular fashion too. And I don't you know, don't see it, but it's like the sounds and stuff. Yeah. Because this boar, it's great. Yeah, a wild boar carries away a child. Which that's not. I mean, that's not like there's some some boars get huge. Sure, like the idea sure. of a boar carrying away a two year old child is not. It doesn't seem like that crazy. Okay. Because boars are also assholes, as far as I know. They are. Which I don't know at all. No, <laughs> they are. I know no, no, nothing I, about no. wild boars. Do no boars are nuts, dude. You don't. Um, you do not want to come up on one in the wild. But this open is crazy because it's just like it. it it makes a lot of sense. I actually didn't know that the director uh, was so heavily involved in in, in uh, music videos mm-hmm. because it makes a lot of sense when you kind of consider a lot of the imagery in this movie, especially the like the foggy landscapes and stuff like that. Yeah. And this movie starts with Jake uh, out on his property, just kind of walking the property, checking th- things out, and then and, and like his whole house and the property is just covered in this fog or this dust that's kind of blowing around. And he walks into the house and he goes to the to his little grandson and he's just like you know just telling him that it's time for bed and the kid's kind of crying but he lays him down in his crib and he everything's great. Oh, stop crying! And then he <laughs> stop crying. And then he hears this <laughs> and he hears this sound outside. And he goes out, and then all of a sudden, like, this actually got me. I was like, it didn't scare me, but I was like, holy shit, like, that was very effective. 
all of a sudden you just see this like flash of fur and teeth kind of run by him making this awful sound mm-hmm. like a terrible sound it sounded like not only the the sound of like a a, a pig squealing but also mm, almost the traffic light <laughs> <laughs> but also almost kind of like a like a human scream like somewhere in kind the background of, yeah. you know what i mean and he runs into the house and this thing has busted all the way through the house, has completely, like, shattered the crib that the kid was laying in. Mm-hmm. The kid is gone. He runs out into the middle of his field, and he's just, like, screaming and crying. Why is his house like, suddenly on fire, though? Yeah, I was kind of wondering really, that, too. That really took a jump. Like, I, oh, my God, this pig stole my grandchild. I must light my house on fire. <laughs> well, I thought maybe it was because, uh, you know, they talk several times in the movie about how cold it gets in the outback. Because, you know, like late night temperatures just drop. So maybe he had like a wood burning stove going or something like that. And the pig, when it busted through, might have like busted up the wood burning stove or something too. It It goes from zero to your house is fucking burning to the ground (laughs) in about five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's really quick. Right. Which destroys all evidence of anything that happened. So basically he's on trial now because his grandson has disappeared and people Mm -hmm. think that he murdered him. Yeah. which sucks. Yeah, he, he eventually gets acquitted though because right. of non-evidence. So we and then that's all that you really see of him. And then later on in the story though, he gets brought back in by uh Sarah Cameron. Yeah. And cuz uh, she's basically like one of his friends, she comes he comes out and checks on her. Mm-hmm. She's there on like a grant to study uh the wild boars in the area. Like the migration patterns yeah, of the wild yeah. boars and stuff, yeah. Um so anyway, so um here's the thing. You just he <sighs> The main guy, Carl, he, he comes to find out relatively quickly uh, that his wife is, uh, she's not alive like he thought she might be. Mm-hmm. She was, in fact, eaten by a wild boar. Yeah. With the, keep your fucking lips off of another woman after you find that out for maybe 24 hours. Maybe. Um, I see, He was I... not with her for more than a day. At least it didn't seem like to me. See, I got the feeling that maybe a bit of time had passed. Even still. Your wife dies, even if he's there for a week. <laughs> maybe, maybe, come on. Well, okay. Come on. But they've come on. But they've undergone they've undergone some like pretty traumatic stuff. They've they've each saved each other's lives several times. Like when you go through that kind of stuff, a bond is created. So you, what you're telling me that if if your wife died and I was there. This is and we, the then we, second week in a row that you've talked about <laughs> terrible things happening to my family. I, that's because I have nothing to lose. You do. Um, you mean you have nothing to live for. And I was there, <laughs> and we went through some crazy shit. Suddenly, uh-huh. our, we would just have a relationship. Oh, yeah. P and V all day. <laughs> <laughs> Tra- tragedy brings people together, Michael. You know what? I love a, I love a good sword fight, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I just thought it was weird. The dude just lost his wife. Like, like I mean, obviously it had been a little bit of time since she had gone missing, but he just found out that his wife was ravaged by this wild boar and like eaten, and like suddenly it's like it's almost like he just forgets about her because there's but this lovely on, lady, uh, lady hold, in front hold, of him. Hold on, like he, for the most part, nothing happens between them. What are you talking when about? When he goes to the bus stop, he le- he grabs her back and gives her and plants one right on her, right on her 
it wasn't like a super sensual kiss uh, though. Like he it just... was a uh, no, it was totally flirty. She was like pouting her legs or whatever beforehand. They were they were flirting like crazy. Well, and she obviously, was she away. was into he him. He pulls her back and kisses her on the lips. They were flirting the entire time. It was like it it was one kiss on the lips. I've never kissed anybody on the lips as just a goodbye, thank you for something, ever, ever well, in my life. Well, uh, first of all, I kiss everyone on the lips. Every, even J. Raj. Everyone, even J. Raj, especially J. Raj. Now I feel fucking left out. Well, look at those beautiful <laughs> silky things he's got on the front of his face. They're, yeah, yes. <laughs> I plan on kissing him before I leave here tonight. But um, it, it's weird. It you're was sitting, one kiss. You seriously sit here and tell me that wasn't weird. No. I'm a cheek, a cheek, a kiss on the cheek. Sure, a kiss on the, maybe the forehead. Sure, a kiss like straight up on the lips after she goes to pull away and he pulls her back to kiss her on the lips. Come on, it's weird after just finding out. Dude, that your, that his wife, wife was, eaten. was eaten by a wild <laughs> boar. <laughs> He's in the clear. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Okay, fine. I'm wrong. I I, I have no other arguments. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I don't know what else do you have to say about this movie. The I, whole thing is like it's, it's great. Uh, the the boar itself, um, animatronic wise, was awesome. Yeah, I thought the boar was really cool. It was very tastefully shot, where it didn't show a lot of the boar. Yeah, but it showed it when it counted. Yeah. Um, and it was great. Unlike the next movie we're going to talk about, they went a little overboard. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, like, if you're thinking, did, if you're thinking about this in terms of like a like Jaws on land. Yeah. You know the like with with the boar okay, being that's Bruce and like really good. That's a really good way of it because Jaws played the shark attack theme super straight. This played the wild boar thing super straight. Right. Like, there was nothing campy about it. No. I mean, I mean, I mean campy, wrong. campy in the way it that was it was like this huge, was, like mutated boar. Yeah, the whole thing was super kitschy, but like it but was, you know. It, but like, if you're thinking about it in terms of a Jaws on land, I feel like this movie was much more effective than the movie that we're going to talk about next because they, in terms of that, yes, I because agree. and maybe it was for budgetary reasons, much like Jaws was. Uh, they didn't show the boar a ton. Like you would just see little flashes of it and stuff. And I felt like that they were that that's so much more effective than when you just get like a full on shot of this beast right away. You yep. know what I mean? Yep, I agree. Um, I think that uh, uh, there's there's a couple scenes where and this is like I think my favorite scene of the movie when um, when Carl first not Carl um, uh, Jake when Jake first sees the massive boar mm -hmm. with his own eyes. Mm. There's a scene where he grabs his gun and he starts shooting at it. It is so intense. Mm -hmm. Crazy intense. Yeah. Like the emotion that he's putting into fucking wanting to kill this thing because it killed his grandson. It was mm -hmm. like, it almost brought a tear to my eye. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> like, like not crying because I'm like super emotional, but crying because like, I feel for this dude. Like, like I feel for the fact that like, like this was this, his, his revenge moment. Like it was, yeah. I don't know. It was really well shot. Mm -hmm. It was super intense and everything else. I, I thought that was absolutely great. Um, I'm going through my moment, my my, uh, my, my moments here. Um, yeah, I, I also thought the music was really good in this movie. Yeah, yeah. The score was really good, and because of the music and because of sort of the way that it was shot, did you kind of get the feeling that it had sort of a John Carpenter feel to it? Like if John Carpenter were to make a killer animal movie, I kind of feel like this would be it. Hmm. Because it felt like it at times, not the entire. It wasn't the entire movie, but there were definitely certain scenes. Yeah. Whether it be because of the music or the feel of the acting or whatever, but it just it felt very John Carpenterish to me. 
Um, and I, I and kind of made me like it even more because of like, ooh, I like this style of filmmaking. This is this is great. Yeah, I like thinking back on it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, yeah, and and especially I I guess kind of like where the where the villain or the antagonist is used sort of sparingly. Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of a John Carpenter move too. Like, he, like, like you said, like uh, the presence of the the villain is tastefully done. Yes, which I feel is pretty. Uh, the villain as that's in the pretty. Board, is that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It it wasn't. It wasn't treated like it was. Like a Sharknado thing or, or like right. a Lava Lantula, you know what I'm saying? Like these, right. you know, I, I know those yeah, are like, obvious, those like, are obviously like you're saying, like purpose, John Carpenter, but... like John Carpenter allows space in between his villain being on screen for the tension well, to build. It's also more about the characters, too. Right. Which this movie was definitely about the characters right. more than the beast. The beast was just the glue that held the held the story mm-hmm. about Carl looking for his wife and then the little love thing going on between him and Sarah, and you know, right. And then you have the story of Jake, too. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Spoiler, um, but uh, yeah, one other thing though that that drove me a little nuts mm. at the very very end. There's this big scene between the boar, Carl, and then Sarah. Right, they're mm-hmm. all in the same area, and uh, Sarah comes in, guns blazing, and then she kind of disappears. You, you think she's dead, but but come on, you know yeah. she she you know she's not dead. Sure. Um, Carl ends up uh, fighting the the boar, which is a similarity with the next movie. Only the next movie did it way better. <laughs> but um, after the boar is dead, you know, he's by himself. And then all of a sudden, Sarah just falls from the sky, chained up. Yeah. Did the boar wrap her up in chains? <laughs> no. <laughs> what happened here? I feel like she just, she probably climbed up onto some catwalk or something. Or maybe she climbed. She tripped, fell, landed in some chains. <laughs> and, uh, tripped and, and fell, fell and just catwalk. like masterfully tied myself up she in was, these chains on she accident. She was unconscious and she was wrapped in chains by her feet. I don't know, man. It's just the, one the, of those things. I like to think that in the in the scenes that we don't see, the, they, they yell cut and the boar stands up on two legs. I was oh my god, all right. Well, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to chain up this woman. And he's, he's, he's got a personality. He's like a human. You just don't see it on screen. That's that's what I'm thinking. On screen, it's just... <laughs> good voice acting. Thank you. I actually did the voice of the boar in this movie when I was four years oh, old. Oh, did you? Uh-huh. When you were four. Then this came out in 80... When did this come out? 84. Oh, 84. You oh, I was been, I was negative one. <laughs> you you would have been your dad is nuts. Though. I was a I was a glint in my father's eye. Uh, why yep. why see look this is another example of the bard, me being a poet and you being a trash mouth. <laughs> I say a glint. I say a glint in my father's eye. And you're like you were still in your father's nutsack at the time. <laughs> you are a garbage person. This is why we work so well. It's the yin and the yang. You don't look near as good, and I don't look near as bad without each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, I can be a poet. Yeah, but I think you just put me down. <laughs> I think you just offhandedly put me down. Exactly. Poetically, though. I'm not a smart man, but I know when I'm being put down. All right, um, so moving on to a movie called Boar. From 2019, directed by a guy named Chris Sun. I would tell you some other stuff that he has done, but he hasn't. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Well, I mean, he's done some stuff, but nothing that you, anybody, ha- at least in the States, probably have ever heard. Um, 
to there there he I think he does have like a very I think he does have a very um uh dedicated following oh, by really? some people yeah because if you if well if you read if you read reviews of this movie there's a lot of people who are like a lot of people saying it's kind of weird like this movie is very um uh polarizing because some people are like oh my god i'm a huge fan of polarizing <laughs> i'm a huge fan of chris sun but this is his worst movie and then there's some people who are like i'm a huge fan of chris sun and this is his best movie i loved it um personally i've never seen any of his other movies he's directed three other movies come and get me daddy's little girl and charlie's farm i've Honestly, never heard of any of those. They all sound like they could be pornos. <laughs> they really do, especially Daddy's Farm. But it it, se- <laughs> it it seems to me like it seems to me like people. There are some people who really enjoy what he does as a director. Okay, so I guess fair. maybe we have to look into some of his other stuff. That's fair. That's fair. Um. So uh. So Boar, uh, in the harsh yet beautiful Australian outback, lives a beast. An animal of staggering size with a ruthless, ruthless driving need for blood and destruction. It cares for none, defends its territory with brutal force, and kills with a raw, animalistic savagery unlike any have ever seen. Now, if this sounds exactly like Razorback, it's because it's exactly <laughs> like Razorback. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, the uh, uh, boar, not roar, it's a completely different animal movie, uh, boar, <laughs> It, there's no way that this wasn't a love letter to Razorback. It well, sounds like this was an Australian filmmaker that really just wanted to create a love letter to this movie he loved probably growing up. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like to me, at least. Uh, and, uh, and and it works, you know? Like, it's if you've seen... It almost... Uh, Boar almost plays like a remake of Razorback. Mm-hmm. You know? It really does. It, and, it, and if you didn't know... Um, that any of that was was a thing. They 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 stand they stand on their own obviously, but when yeah. you've seen them back to back the way that we did, <laughs> it's it's very obvious that there's a lot of love taken from the first movie put mm-hmm. into the second movie. Yeah. Um. But there's also lots of differences too. It's not completely the same. Um. So you have Nathan Jones who plays the character of Bernie, mm. and I I very specifically have in my notes. Bernie for everything. And I'm not talking about Bernie Sanders. I'm talking about <laughs> Bernie as in Nathan Jones. Let him rule the world because this man is amazing. He's seven foot eleven inches tall. Six six eleven. Oh, six I'm sorry, six foot eleven inches tall. I guess seven foot would be massive. That would be gigantic. Well, six foot eleven is also gigantic. This man is a brick shit house of a man. <laughs> um he was an ex pro wrestler. He was in WWE for a little while. Mm-hmm. A very short period of time. But he was just huge. He's just a just a he's a skyscraper of a man. I was reading the uh the reason that he didn't take off in the States is because he had problems with his work visa. Oh really? Because he had previously spent time in prison. So his in, whole, so his whole thing in Australia. about interesting because when I was looking up his wrestling career because yeah I'm a wrestling fan uh-huh. I looked it up and they build him as a guy that spent ten years in prison. Yep. So that's actually true. Yeah, he huh. uh, when he was eighteen he had been part of a string of armed robberies mm-hmm. and ended up in prison for I think I want to say ten. It was like between between ten and fourteen years. I can't remember. Wow, that's crazy. So yeah. He's like such a nice guy. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a in, weird the, thing. in the movie, he's like he's one of the. I I, I always love this kind of character because he's this huge hulking like maniac looking dude, 
but he's and 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 to the wrong people he is that person sure. but at the same time to his sister uh what the hell is her name um, oh um debbie played by debbie yep yeah to his to his sister debbie and her two children he was like just the biggest teddy bear you know yeah but then like he he uh he goes to introduce himself to the daughter's boyfriend and he shakes his hand and he leans in really close and the first thing he says to him is I can crush I can crush a man's skull with my bare hands. <laughs> and the guy's just he's like my, okay. He's, he's my like, fucking favorite. Yeah. Oh my god, everything about him. There's a scene with him later on in the movie where he walks into a, a pub and uh, one of the one of the patrons is harassing the barkeep. Yeah. The girl that owns the, owns it and he just walks in, slams that fucking dude's head against <laughs> the table, knocks his ass out, and, like throws oh it's it's just great. And I just I want to be his friend. Um <laughs> So then you also have uh, Bill Mosley. Jap tap. He uh, he pops up in this flick. Uh, mm-hmm. He plays Bruce, the the American that married uh, married into an Australian family, and uh, no one respects him. His wife <laughs> loves him, but nobody else really respects him. Uh, Bernie <laughs> likes him, it seems like, mm-hmm. but he kind of has fun with him all at the same time. Sure. And um, then you have John Jarrett. Yes. Um, John Jarrett. If you don't know who he is, uh, he is the star of the. Wolf, Creek, uh, Wolf movies. Creek movies and TV series, um, and he's a huge, huge Australian uh, movie star, mm-hmm. basically. And um, so he stars in this. He's a little bit older in this, obviously, because it's 2019 or 2018. I think is technically when this movie came out. 2017. Well, so that's what it says in, on IMDb. I don't oh, know really? if it was like that. Well, yeah. it was, that was probably Festival Circuit because it yeah. just came out in the states at least here. But um, yeah, jo- John Jarrett. Um, he's a bit older. I was a little bit disappointed with his role in this movie. Really? If I'm being completely honest, we'll get into that a little bit later. But I was. Being okay. that I knew him as like this huge tour de force guy in the Wolf Creek movies, mm-hmm. like he was amazing in those movies. Like mm-hmm. he, everything about him. Um in this flick, I guess we'll get into it now. In this flick, you know, his his uh his acting was fine. Like, his acting was as good as it's always been. Mm-hmm. I just kinda of felt like his character didn't really add much to the story you know what i'm saying like he kind of let me down a little bit like he was just kind of there to be john jarrett a little bit i don't know yeah <clears throat> well i mean he, he, ultimately he serves he serves the purpose of uh introducing his daughter who plays a very pivotal role by the end that's of the movie true. i guess i just wanted to, i didn't want him to be such a side character if that's me if I, I wish he was more but I wish there was more to his character than, than what we got. I guess is what I'm saying. What's kind of interesting about this movie is it it kind of it kind of felt like two separate movies to me, mm-hmm. because uh, the scenes between him and his buddy Blue mm-hmm. they took up so much of the movie. But they were so good. That yeah, like <laughs> I I loved their interaction the the way they the way they just gra- like you know. Their, their banter back and forth, just these two old Aussie drunks, like, but sitting in the middle of the outback, like... Just... They're a bunch of old guys, too. One of the things I've noticed about this movie and Razorback is mm-hmm. that uh, it seems like Australians, they have way more of a love for their older actors. Mm. They give them more to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of American films, like, oh, old guys, they're relegated to the old guy roles, this and that. <laughs> in these two movies, though, the, the old guys are the badasses, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, like, in the movies. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And Blue totally just looked like a broken down Iron Sheik. <laughs> he really did. That's all I saw whenever I saw him. <laughs> I don't know why. But. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I I loved everything about their interactions. Like I, I they just had that they had that best friend thing down. Like the where they were making fun of each other the entire time, but you could tell that they just had so much love for each other. They and are they are the Australian equivalent of the two of us. Basically. We are 65, 70 years old. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, legitimately. Uh-huh. Arguing in the middle of nowhere over nothing. <laughs> Yet, they still kind of love each other. <laughs> Probably drunk. <laughs> yeah, oh, though they were definitely drunk. Most definitely drunk. And uh, being ultimately killed by a giant wild boar. <laughs> <laughs> or in our case, probably a mountain lion. Yes. <laughs> um, we're going to be dying. I'm like, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> but those, I, I was saying like it felt like two different movies because their, their time together takes up so much of the movie mm-hmm. that you almost forget about, um, uh, about Bruce and Debbie and their kids. Yeah, they, they definitely spent too much time on one particular story. That it, did, oh, I, it, did, it felt blocky. I don't necessarily feel like that. It did feel kind of blocky. I don't necessarily feel like they spent too much time well, like they should like they should have broken it up more and cut back and forth a little bit more i guess like, is what I'm to be honest about. with you though i enjoyed the uh the john jarrett parts like with with him and blue and finding the kids who had been you know like killed in their tents and mm-hmm. like them out in the outback and stuff i like that part of the movie better than the part of the movie that dealt with the family the only saving grace for for that part of the movie was um, Bernie. Yeah, Bernie was fantastic. Um, I will say this though: I don't think that any of the other characters made me dislike that part, that portion of the story. No, with I didn't. The, I didn't with, dislike with the exception it. of Hugh Sheridan, who played the role of Robert, yeah. who was the daughter's boyfriend, yeah. because he was one of the most annoying fucks I've <laughs> ever seen on film. You were just waiting for him to die. The poor man's. Liam, ne- uh, not Liam, 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 not Liam, Liam Neeson, Liam, Liam Hemsworth, because um, he looks like him. He's definitely not as jacked. He's way more annoying. <laughs> um, I couldn't fucking wait for him to die. And spoilers, he leads to fucking Bill Mosley's death. Yeah, in the most pussy ass way possible. <laughs> which I'm so pissed that that, that Bill Mosley's character died the way that he did. Because well, that's, a, that's the thing I said in both of these movies, there were unexpected deaths. Oh, like yeah. in the first movie, I didn't expect um, the uh, the TV reporter to die the way she did. Sure. Like I thought for sure she was gonna pop back up and somehow she survived by the end of the movie or at least midway through the movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Mosley's death, like I, 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 thought, I thought he was the main character of the movie. So did I. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect him to be a main character, but I expected him to be a major supporting character. Right, right. And he kind of almost wasn't even that. Mm, yeah, not really. Not really. I don't know. I, I just, like, I expected him, because he was sort of this, like, he was this timid American, like, he... He wasn't really a badass. John I, Jarrett was more of a main character than Bill Mosley. Probably, yeah. What I expected out of Bill Mosley's character, Bruce, is I thought that he was going to be this total square, this American square, by who didn't know anything about surviving in the outback, and by the end of the movie, he was just going to be a complete badass. Mm-hmm. That's what I th- yeah. saw coming, and that is well, not how it played the reason, out. The reason you saw that coming is because, if you're like me at least, that the the whole family dynamic between uh, Bill Mosley, uh, his wife, his wife Debbie, uh, and their uh, the daughter. Uh, there's so many characters here; that it's hard to keep track. <laughs> uh, Hannah, I think. Uh, daughter Hannah. Who was Ella? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> who the fuck oh, was oh, Ella? was it? Wait, hold on. Was Ella the daughter? 
And then Bart was the son. I know Bart was the son. Oh, I think yeah. I think Ella was the daughter. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're 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 basically on like a family vacation, driving through the outback to yeah. to meet up with uh, Debbie's brother, uh, Bernie. Right. And uh, it reminded me very very much though of The Hills Have Eyes, mm. the way especially the remake, mm-hmm. the way that it starts. It's kind of, they had that kind of weird family dynamic where they um you know one of the things that we had talked about is we thought the dialogue was a little bit weird that the 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 daughter's boyfriend is just over sexualizing literally everything that he says in the car but yet the parents seem to have no problem with it like it's 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 yeah. regular banter yeah i watched a review of this movie done by an australian chick uh-huh because I thought that would be an interesting perspective to get. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that she mentions uh, a lot, actually, in her review, is that that's just the way Australians talk. Mm. They they curse like crazy. They swear, you know, curse or swear like crazy. The the sexual stuff. It's just the way that Australians talk. Apparently, that's way more normal in that country than it is here. Now, granted, if you've ever listened to a fucking thing that I've ever said, I fucking swear every other fucking <laughs> word. That being said. <laughs> And as far as the saying sexual things in front never, of your never. In, in front of your parents thing, that's me. <laughs> oh yeah, that definitely. You. The first time I ever met your parents, they showed me the hot tub where they bang. Oh yeah, it literally happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm no. not even making that up either. <laughs> uh, well, what, what else do you do in that hot tub? That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, point is though, is apparently Australians though are way less worried about stupid shit than Americans are. It's kind of the way that I, I I see it, you know? Like, they don't care. They curse. They swear. They laugh about stupid well, sex because, stuff. That's because our our country was founded by a bunch of Puritan pussies. It's true. It's true. <laughs> the peepees. The peepees. Yeah. <laughs> the peepees. The peepees. Founded by a bunch of peepees. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, where was I going with this, though? The, the family dynamic or whatever, you know... Uh, you have that, like I said, it felt like the hills of eyes to mm, me. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about how you expected Bill Moles' character to kind of like go from that to being more of a stronger character. Yeah. Probably because you've seen that in movies before. Whether, right, you, whether right. you realize it or not, you, you know that story arc. And we didn't get it in this. Which I actually kind of like. He, start, he started to be the man of the house. Yeah. But then he got pushed in front of a wild boar. I, <laughs> I, I didn't expect him to die. But not the way he did. <laughs> when he did, I was like, I wasn't mad about it. You know what I mean? Because I like the fact that this threw some curveballs at you. Like you kind of, there were several characters throughout the movie that you figured would live and be the hero, and then they just didn't. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I kind of like that about it. I agree. Um, the uh, the thing about Bill Moses' character though, when he died, mm-hmm. I was super pissed because after he died. The family didn't give a shit that he was dead. Like he's literally never mentioned again in the movie after he dies. Uh-huh. His wife doesn't give a shit that he's dead. She's more worried about her son. Which granted, I get that. Well, it's yeah, her son. I get that. But she's never once, like at any point in time, like, oh my god, my son's dead and my husband's dead. No, that's never there. It's it's, <laughs> it's like they literally forget about Bill Mosley's character the second he dies in this movie. He's never brought back up. And, f- I, and I paid attention to it. To Never. Be, to be fair, they don't have any evidence that he actually is dead. He got decapitated. They didn't see that oh. happen. Well, we We did. saw that happen. But all you have is that asshole Robert running back in, into the scene and saying, oh my God, he's dead. And then he dies shortly after. But they don't really... I, so there might be a little bit of a disconnect there if they didn't actually see him die. 
Well, as they, opposed they to when had, she watches her son get dragged but off. But they also by this never thing. had a reason to believe that he was alive either, though. Yeah. Like never once had a reason to believe it. Yeah. There was no hints, no nothing. Um, so he got Bill Mosley got the fucking shaft at the end of this movie. Um, speaking of like death and stuff like that, this movie was way more gory mm-hmm. than I ever expected it to be. And apparently, there's an, a more uh, a gorier cut mm. that has not been released. Really? So I'm very much looking forward to the gore bore version. The boar gore. Of boar. Boar gore version of boar. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that if it ever sees the light of day because this movie's effects are really, really awesome. Now, here's the thing. Which 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 boar did you like better? The 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 boar and boar or the razorback and razorback? Um let me can I I I think I think as so as far as animatronics go, mm-hmm. man, they're it, it's pretty hard to it's pretty hard to decide actually. I I thought they were vastly different. That's just me. They were vastly different. I actually think I preferred. Hmm. God, that's because I I'm I'm thinking more in terms of just overall effects. Mm-hmm. If through the entire movie, I never really thought about it in terms of just like the pig itself. Um, I think I liked the one in Razorback better. So I don't, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I thought that it was better because it was more believable. Mm-hmm. However, what I loved about the the born boar, born boar, saying that so many times, more um, You know what it reminded me of? You mm. know those those really traditional Chinese dragon suits that they have in those those Chinese parades? Yeah. That's what the boar and boar reminded me of. Because its head moved separately mm. from the rest of its body at times. And the way that it would move up and down and this and that. Like, there was puppeteers very obviously inside and moving it the way that it was moving. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminded me of the way those Chinese dragons kind of would move separately from the rest of their bodies. Yeah. Very much so. And then whenever you would see the, the entire full body of the boar... Mm-hmm. It wasn't really moving. It was pretty much stationary. Right. The head was the only thing that moved at the neckline, up and down, in and out. That maybe not like as predominantly as they do in those Chinese uh, dragon things. Yeah. Ooh, that needed to happen. Pro- prominently. <laughs> prominently. Thank yeah. you. What did I say? Predominantly. It's the same, isn't it? Predominantly. No. Prominently is the word you were looking for. Am I an idiot? Yeah. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought that's what it looked like. Though. I thought that that it, it looked very much like that, and I, and I liked that because mm-hmm. it was a very stylistic looking pig mm-hmm. for the movie. Yeah. Um, and they were able to show a lot more of it because of that, though. In mm-hmm. Razorback, it was always glimpses that you got of the actual animatronics. And I think that's kind of why I liked it better. It was where it, it had Boar, kind of that Jaws effect, you know? Yeah. And where in Boar, they actually showed it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, though. That that plays to its strengths as well because mm-hmm. you got a lot more of of the face you know uh, close up on it you know you saw yeah. more of the tusks and the blood and the teeth and the and then the full body of it you know it, it worked oh the kill where the tusk went through the the back of the chick's head oh which how uh, how did she survive uh, that out through her mouth explain to me how she survived and it that. gave her like the full on like Chelsea smile yes. with her. Oh, it was gross. The and Ichi awesome. the killer, like lips ripped open, kind of like. So, so that was fucked. Obviously, if you've not seen the movie, the boar uh, kills a girl and it stabs its tusk straight through the back of her head 
out through her mouth. And then picks her up and shakes her violently. Yeah. However, about five to ten minutes later, though, after the boar leaves, she is somehow still alive and talking. <laughs> she would be dead as shit. I don't know, man. Stranger <laughs> things have happened. No, they haven't, James. Yes, they have. No. Yes, they have. I wanted to shove haven't a you ever giant seen... spike through the back of J. Rogers' head. <laughs> tell me, tell me if he lives. Come on, you've read those books before where they show like these ridiculous injuries that people have undergone and like a dude getting impaled by three spikes straight through his body, but he still lived. But that's missing major organs. You can't really... If it goes to the back of your head, that, that'll go right through your spine, it's, first off. It's the slipped, base of your spine. It's, it glanced off the side to the side of her spine and then went back at an angle. It's like the magic bullet, except for it's the magic tusk. <laughs> went back at an angle, back through her mouth. Back and to the left. Back... And to the left. What, did she get stabbed with my dick? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you always have to... Have to. Um, uh, th this no, is... It, uh, so... <laughs> all right. So, um, but as far as overall... Uh, as far as overall effects of the, the, the movies go, um, I liked Razorback better mm -hmm. uh, for several reasons. Um, I, I feel like using... I feel like using the monster less like and you know like more sparsely throughout the movie was more effective had more of that jaws effect um the cg in boar i felt was extraneous yeah the, like the, they didn't they yeah. didn't need it like there were they only used cg in a few shots and every Most shot the that end. they yeah every shot that they used it in i felt like it was completely unneeded Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, I, and, it, and it cheapened it a little bit because I don't it, disagree because it was bad CG. It it, it was it, yeah, it was bad because it's probably all they could afford. Quite frankly, sure. That being said, they could have very easily put an exploding, you know, a giant squib on the on the animatronic, on the animatronic, yeah. and it would have looked better. Right. Even if it didn't look as realistic, it would have looked better because it matched everything. Right. You know, your 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 brain fills gaps. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of the great things about humans. Like, when you see something, if you know what something is supposed to look like, it can fill the gaps and right. you almost don't remember it to be as bad as what it was. Right. Um, and I, I agree. I think that the CG was a definite downfall mm -hmm. in the movie. That being said, there's something about Boar and the and, and the, the effects in it that I just loved. Mm. They, were, they were so kitschy and so weird <laughs> and, like... And so dumb, and like it was a giant monster movie, like that's what it was. Yeah, the fact that it looked a little bit fake kind of added to that that type of movie that I like. And I know that's a very niche it, thing. It gives I get it that. the feel of a classic creature feature. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Like it's 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 a it's it's suspension of disbelief, mm -hmm. you know. And sometimes that helps a little bit because it's like I know it's obviously not fake. I'm enjoying it for what it is. It's mm -hmm. like when you watch old '60s sci-fi movies with a giant crab coming out of the fucking lake, or yeah. you know what I'm saying? They're 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 crazy and weird. Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked that with Boar because it wasn't taking itself seriously. It kind of knew what it was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They tried to make it as scary as possible, but I think, like, I don't think there's anybody that made this movie that wouldn't say, oh yeah, it's campy as shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and, I, and I enjoy that. I think that uh, Razorback did a better job of being more realistic. Um, that being said, if you were to see this movie, uh, Razorback, maybe in 4K, mm -hmm. 
it might look completely different yeah. you'll see all the flaws yeah um which is a good thing about old media because it hides it and it makes the movie great um whereas in boar you can watch that at 4k and it's going to look just as good because it's a newer movie you right. know they're more conscious about that stuff mm-hmm. um but as far as which one the, which one i liked better I gotta be honest with you. I liked Razorback better. I did too. Um, it had, like I said, more that Jawsy sort of realistic feel. I felt I felt myself at times watching it, like actually getting that ten- yeah. that like tense feeling in my chest, like oh shit, what's yeah. gonna happen? I agree. And I don't really feel like I ever felt like that through Boar. I agree a hundred and ten percent. But uh, anyway, I think that's uh, I think that's yeah, it. That's, that's pretty much all we have to I say about those sure ones. Sure, there's much else we have. No, that was uh, Boar from 2017 or 18 or 19, depending on who you ask and when it was released, <laughs> and uh, and Razorback from 1984. I would suggest watching both of them because they were both a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it for this week. Are we doing what are we doing? Pizza oh, death? Oh, or I got are... pizza death, my friend. Oh, do we? Okay. Oh, I got it. Um, are you ready for this? Yeah, do it. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm so glad um, we get to hear this sound again. Maybe one day I'll make a real one. No, you won't. Probably not. No. You, oh. oh, there it is. I like how it lags, too. <laughs> it's like it can't even... It's the power of an android, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, what do we got? All right, we got... Um... Oh, wait a minute. You know what? We don't need to do this. Why? And honestly, it picked the exact uh, theme... That we were supposed to do anyway. What so are the good. odds? What is it? Because we said last week that we were going to do your pick oh. of movie picks of the beer, which are hole in the ground. Oh, okay. So we're going to do that. All right. So next so week. So picked it, like I said, regardless. So, so next week we will be doing a new movie and another classic movie. New movie, The Hole in the Ground, mm-hmm. which I believe is free on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. And The Gate. Yes. Classic. Stephen Dorff. Yeah. I kind of um, just I kind of like just said his name year Dwarf. <laughs> six year old Stephen Dorf. Like, yeah. he's super young. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure how. old I'm excited he to watch was, that. I haven't watched it in years. So I watched it uh, a couple years ago, maybe three years ago, something like that. Right like, on. It was the last time I saw it. Right but, on. Uh, well, I'm excited to watch it. It's then, so. good. Anyway, so that's what we got coming up next week. If you want to find us on social media in the meantime, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Or you can find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill BC. You can find us on all major streaming services. Clearly, you've already found us, so tell a friend. Uh, soon, not iTunes. What are you talking Did about? Did you hear they're getting rid of iTunes? Wait, what? Yeah. No. I, I don't know. I don't know much about it, but they're actually getting rid of iTunes. They are changing to a different uh, software yeah. platform, I, I and think... any purchases, stuff like that, are going to transfer over. Maybe because people are using their Apple Music and streaming services I nowadays. Think, I think they're taking, aren't they taking iTunes and they're splitting it into like several different streaming services uh, or something? I think like so. That? I vaguely like read into it yeah. just a little bit. Well, so. I have to imagine wherever we are, it will be transferred yeah. to somewhere else. Yeah, so. we'll be we'll be good. You'll be I, just thought I, I just thought I'd bring that up. For we'll the be under the country music category, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so there, look us up. Some glitch. It's going to be way more difficult though because Apple sucks and they make everything way more difficult. So yeah. you know, yeah, if you're an Apple opinion. user, find us apparently like in the core somewhere. We might be a seed <laughs> of the Apple. Oh boy! If you want to find <laughs> J Rod. <clears throat> You can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, well uh, guys, hey, boys. John oh, left. Oh, John. Where John, the hell did John go? John left a while ago. We just didn't acknowledge him because fuck John. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers.
Try to have a good night. Where did we get glass bottles? Where did we get glass bottles?